Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book As always I am so glad you're here with me I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere in the middle but Here we are You and me I am glad for that. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. For years, I woke up and I had nothing but the desire to drink. I was obsessed. It was the center of my life. Where is the next drink coming from? Can I drink right now? When can I? How can I get it? Where will it be? Will there be enough? That was my... constant train of thought. Everything. And I mean everything else was a speed bump to drinking. I didn't know why I was like that. I was too messed up to have a rational line of thinking about what was happening to me. I was just obsessed with drinking and spiraling and out of control. That was it. That's all I knew. So I am grateful I do not have the desire to drink today. I say that very specifically. I use those words very purposefully. I'm grateful. I have no desire to drink. 
different than saying I'm grateful I'm sober. I'm, of course I'm grateful I'm sober, but I'm grateful I want to be sober. I'm grateful I have no desire to not be sober. And the reason I say today is because, according to the big book, I have a daily reprieve from the insanity of the first drink that's contingent on the maintenance of my spiritual condition. So, in other words, I don't know if I will have the desire to drink tomorrow or the next day. I don't know. So when I say I'm grateful I have no desire to drink today, that's what I mean. In case you didn't know, maybe you already knew. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. And um, the weather today is really nice. It's cold, it's cloudy. And where I live, those days are few and far between and you savor them. Usually the weatherman can say the same thing for like nine months. Well, here's a forecast for the next nine months. But it's nice today. It's very uh, gloomy outside. And uh, I don't know. I like that look. Looking out there at it right now. Kind of reminds me of my past. Today I'm going to read... From Emmett Fox, Around the Year. I do that sometimes. I'm going to read something from the 23rd of September, and then I'm going to talk about it. Something that always seems appropriate to talk about. And the subject is the tide flows in and out. We do not make our spiritual unfoldment in a steady, straight line. Human nature does not work in that way. No one moves upward in a path of unbroken progress to the attainment of perfection. What happens is that we move forward steadily for a while, and then we have a little setback, and then we move forward again, and presently may have another setback. These setbacks are not important as long as the general movement of our lives is forward. The tide flows in and out. The foremost wave comes in and in, and it seems as though it would never stop till it reached high watermark. But it does stop and actually goes back. And if one did not know better, he would suppose that it was the end of the matter. But it is not. The tide goes back a little, but not to its old mark. And then it comes back on again, but this time it makes a higher mark. 
this mode of progression seems to be general throughout nature. Do not watch the individual waves, but keep your attention on the tide and all will be well. I'm going to read that again. What do you think of that? We do not make our spiritual unfoldment in a steady, straight line. Human nature does not work in that way. No one moves upward in a path of unbroken progress to the attainment of perfection. What happens is that we move forward steadily for a while, and then we have a little setback. And then we move forward again, and presently we may have another setback. These setbacks are not important as long as the general movement of our lives is forward. The tide flows in and out. The foremost wave comes in and in, and it seems as though it would never stop until it reached high water mark. But it does stop and actually goes back. And if one did not know better, he would suppose that that was the end of the matter. But it is not. The tide goes back a little but not to its old mark. And then it comes back on again, and this time it makes a much higher mark. This mode of progression seems to be general throughout nature. Do not watch the individual waves, but keep your attention on the tide and all will be well. Had to read that twice. It's really beautiful, I think. These setbacks are not important as long as the general movement of our lives is forward. Do not watch the individual waves, but keep your attention on the tide. No one moves upward in a path of unbroken progress to the attainment of perfection. you think about that I am crazy about that these setbacks are not important so long as the general movement of our life is forward It reminds me of that quote from Miles Davis that I've mentioned on here before, where he says, if I play the wrong note, the next note I play will determine whether or not it was bad. In other words, it's what I do with the setback. It's what I do with it. Do I grow from it? Do I use a fight with somebody to as a opportunity to grow look for and find my part clean my side of the street grow closer to God feel more connected to people regardless of how the person responds to that if I have, if I have some kind of scare or tragic event am I doing with it? 
my best friend in the world died tragically when I was in the first, I don't know, it's about six years sober. And ultimately what I did with that is I started to celebrate people who were still around much more thoughtfully, much more purposefully, deliberately. A lot of other things went along with that, but in essence, that's how I tried to use that experience, which was not about me, to move my own life forward. Two years ago, next month I had a stroke. I changed everything in my life, really, <laughs> as a result of that. So didn't feel like a setback anymore. I did lose some things, and I have talked about that, but it also caused me to change my entire lifestyle to something astonishingly healthy by comparison. The people I'm closest to in my life, I'm close to because in part of the setbacks and what we chose to do with those setbacks together, both looking for our part, both apologizing, making amends, both trying to grow. That's why my wife and I are happy. That's why I am in love with her so much today. It's not because she's just easygoing and I don't really care and I'm easygoing and we just kind of avoid each other and just live our own lives kind of separately and act like everything's good. No, we're happy today because of all the fights we've had and what we've done with them. They have not been setbacks. We've used them to bring us closer and closer and closer to, together. And everyone in my life that I'm close to for years, um, the same can be said about them. I don't know. If I'm friends with somebody for years and I've never had a fight with them, I'm not that close to them. That's just me. be really close, but not as close as I am to people that I've really gone into the mud with. There's people in my life, I've seen their worst, and they've seen my worst, and we're hugging a little harder as 
result. Please uh, drop me a line if you'd like, sarcasticbigbook at gmail, or a message on Instagram, sarcastic.a.book. Go to my website, sarcasticbigbook.com. Um, the Kindle version of more sarcastic daily meditations is available, and, and uh, the paperback any second now. I'm still waiting. But I did get something confirming it's there's motion in forward direction. <laughs> so, anyways, hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And um, yeah, if anybody needs to hear it, I will say that everything's okay. We're here. Was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. I hope you'll do the same.